Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Good evening, everyone. This is Wednesday, March 15th, 2023. It is 6.35 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we come to you once again from the WCWUS HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina. As we get set to bring you episode number 341 of the <clears throat> WCWUS Radio Network's weekly pop culture review show, as well as, of course, <coughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, a 2022 WCWUS Hall of Fame inductee. This is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only WCWUS outside the ropes. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWUS. Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to bring you, of course, ladies and gentlemen, some of your pop, pop, pop culture news courtesy of our friends at CNN as well as, of course, at 411mania.com. We will also, of course, bring you today's pop culture history and birthday report. And to get you ready, ladies and gentlemen, for episode, <coughs> excuse me, for episode 1272 of Revolution later tonight, we will also bring you two bring you several wrestling news tidbits, also courtesy of 411 Mania. If you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, here this evening, please feel free, of course, and give us a call. The phone number, as always, 1-605-562-0444, caller ID 141-387-POUND, and press that one, ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have planned on planned for you here, of course, tonight. It is now 6.37 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As we said, this is Wednesday, March 15th, 2023, two days before, the, of course, the <clears throat> greenest day of them all, St. Patrick's Day, of course. <clears throat> Make sure, of course, you don't drink any or too much excess green beer because that might, uh, you might kind of get... Uh, a little bit tipsy, of course, later on, and may end up feeling it very, very hard. <laughs> so definitely be very careful out there, of course, come on Friday. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead. Good to have you here, of course, also as well for Outside the Ropes, episode 341. Let's not waste any time, ladies and gentlemen. We will start with our friends from CNN, of course, with some with some small headlines, of course, coming in, of course, as well from all around the world. And in order to do that, we access the infamous Amazon Echo Dot. And in order to do that, we say the following. Alexa, current news. Hey, Chad, here's your news from CNN. This is a CNN breaking news alert for Wednesday, March 15th, 2023 at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Switzerland's central bank said today it was ready to provide financial support to Credit Suisse if necessary after shares in the country's second biggest lender crashed as much as 30 percent. The Swiss National Bank said Credit Suisse met the strict capital and liquidity requirements imposed on banks of importance to the wider financial system. For more CNN audio news, go to CNN.com slash audio, CNN.com or the CNN app. Hello from CNN. I'm Anna Sterla with the five things you need to know for Wednesday, March 15th. Shares of Credit Suisse plummeted to a record low today in Zurich after its biggest backer said it wouldn't provide any more funding. The Saudi National Bank invested a billion and a half dollars in Credit Suisse last fall, becoming the lender's biggest shareholder. Now the Saudi National Bank says it won't increase its stake. 
Switzerland's central bank said it was ready to provide financial support to the lender if necessary, after its shares crashed as much as 30%. Now, Credit Suisse has had problems for a while, with missteps and compliance failures over the past few years that have damaged its reputation. It's unrelated to the U.S. banking problems that have hit Silicon Valley Bank and Signature, but it is causing some global anxiety. CNN's Matt Eakin says investors are now turning to next week's meeting of the Federal Reserve. They have to decide whether or not to raise interest rates. Right now, the markets don't know what the Fed is going to do. It's basically split 50-50 between either the Fed holds steady or raises interest rates by a quarter point. A federal hearing wrapped in Amarillo, Texas today that could have a huge impact on abortion access across the United States. The drug mifepristone has been available for more than 20 years, and it's part of the most common method of abortion in the U.S. A group of anti-abortion doctors and medical associations are seeking a preliminary injunction, which would force the FDA to suspend approval for the drug while their lawsuit plays out. It's one of the most significant legal battles since the Supreme Court reversed Roe v. Wade and ended federal abortion rights last summer. A judge has promised to give a ruling soon. CNN's Jessica Schneider breaks down the stakes. What's now a two-pill regimen could potentially become a one-pill regimen, which experts do say is less effective. And overall, women in states that already ban most abortions could have their access to abortion even more limited or virtually disappear. And even women in states where abortion is still legal right now, they could have a tougher time. This hazardous episode is part of a pattern of aggressive, risky, and unsafe actions by Russian pilots in international airspace. That's Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin speaking at a news conference today. Both the U.S. and Russia are investigating after Russian fighter jets forced down an American Reaper drone over the Black Sea Tuesday. It's the first known interaction between U.S. and Russian forces since the war in Ukraine began just over a year ago. Secretary Austin said he had spoken with his Russian counterpart. In the United States, will continue to fly and to operate wherever international law allows. And it is incumbent upon Russia to operate its military aircraft in a safe and professional manner. Today, Russia said it would try to retrieve the wreckage. Two U.S. officials told CNN sensitive software on the drone had been wiped before it crashed into the sea. Russia has denied direct contact with the drone, saying relations between the two countries are now at their, quote, lowest point. The EPA has just finalized a rule to cut down on harmful smog and pollution from coal-fired power plants and industrial facilities. It's the so-called good neighbor rule. The administrator of the EPA says some states are doing all they can to limit pollution, but smog and ozone from nearby states that aren't can still waft over state lines. Now all 23 states that don't currently meet requirements will have to cut down on pollution and toxic waste from coal-fired plants that waft into other states. It's the latest in a series of regulations from the EPA, aimed at cutting pollution and toxic waste from the plants. Next up, Meta buckles down on AI. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta. This week on Chasing Life, more than 40% of high school students report feeling sadness. What are their goals? Are they participating in the school play? Aren't they doing community service? Like whatever it is, they have something. That's Professor Kanisha Sinclair McBride. She's a licensed clinical psychologist. If you don't have that, then I'm more worried about you lying in your bed and staring at the phone all day. Listen to Chasing Life on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. Meta, the parent company of Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp, has gone through a lot of upheaval in the last two years. Everything from changing its name to Meta, layoffs, and the rise of AI. 
Meta is already building what it calls a future version of the internet, which it calls the metaverse. But that isn't where Meta is putting all of its chips. Instead, CEO Mark Zuckerberg says the company will focus on advancing artificial intelligence. Zuckerberg said AI would become the company's, quote, single largest investment. Meta and the rest of the tech world have been researching AI for years, but a frenzy kicked off in late November when a company backed by Microsoft released ChatGPT. That's all for now. I'm Anna Sterla, and our next episode drops at 10 p.m. Eastern. Alexa, stop. <clears throat> we do, of course, thank our friends at CNN for providing those headlines here, of course, here this evening. And we also, of course, thank the Amazon Echo Dot for delivering those here to us as well. Remember the Amazon Echo Dot, ladies and gentlemen, whenever you're not near your computer or your smartphone, can always, of course, let you know of everything going on from, from of course, news to weather, <coughs> to assistance, of course, on a child's project at school, to a, to a project at work, to even, of course, help with a job interview, and so much more. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever order anything off of Amazon.com, they can also help keep track of your order by letting you know when it's left its origin and how far is it away from uh, your, the ultimate destination, which, of course, is your home or business. Be sure to check out the Amazon Echo Dot here today. Very, a very useful research device and the preferred research device of the WCWUS radio network. <coughs> Now, ladies and gentlemen, let us go ahead and proceed directly, of course, here to uh, 411 Mania for some of their pop culture stories that they have here for us. Keep in mind that the radio network, as always, thank our friends at 411 Mania for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to right here on Outside the Ropes. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, on <clears throat> on. Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, Power, Power Hour, uh, as well as, of course, WCWS This Morning, as well as Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also, of course, on Sports Machine. And, ladies and gentlemen, we continue to work very vigorously to get more of our shows, of course, up and going here in the radio network. And definitely 411 Mania will be utilized, of course, on those shows in any different type of capacity. <clears throat> uh, stand by for just one second. We're getting it up here, of course, here right now. And let us see what we have listed here because we do have several very unique stories, of course, to bring you here, which I'm sure that has probably come up for the la from the last several days. But we will, of course, <clears throat> this will get be pretty much kind of like some updates, of course, about a lot of things going on here. In the pop culture world, of course. <clears throat> Our first story, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen. <coughs> Excuse me. was just posted yesterday from Jeremy Thomas as Freddie Prince Jr. has received an offer for a sequel for the, for the movie I Know What You Did Last Summer. 
Freddie Prince Jr. has shot down reports that he received an offer for the planned I Know What You Did Last Summer sequel. It was reported last month that a sequel to the original two films was in the works and that Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. were in talks to return to the film. Prince, who played Ray in the first movies, spoke with... <coughs> Spoke, of course, with, uh, sorry about that here. <clears throat> Spoke with, uh, uh, with Too Fab promoting his new horror podcast. That was pretty scary. And said that he spoke with director Jennifer Caitlin, Caitlin Robinson, who pitched a film to him, but that, that he hasn't had any offer to return yet. Here are some highlights from that discussion. On reports that he was offered a spot in the sequel, Prince says, I have been offered nothing, nothing that just said that, that to get people excited. I haven't spoken to anyone at their company. My agents haven't received an offer from them whatsoever. I've had a conversation with the director a few days after they announced that. Just to be like, yo, what the hell? Why, why are they saying I'm going to be in the movie? I'm probably not going to be in. And she said, let me pitch you the idea. So she's spoken to me about the idea, but I haven't said yes. I haven't received an offer. I have no reason to lie to anyone. I have no skin in the game. I'm only going to do things that I like and work with people that I like, and there's not going to be any wiggle room this time around. He actually told this to Tufab. I messed up the first time around. This time I just want to do stuff I'm passionate about. On what he wants to see in a new sequel, Prince says, I would want to see it definitely based in reality. I don't think we need anything supernatural. I wouldn't want to see someone come back to life. I don't like that. It makes me think of old 80s movies like Soap Dish. That's what it feel like for, for me if everybody came back fine. Or Ben Willis was like, I'm back again 20 years older. I can't move that well. Arthritis. Hopefully they, will, they find an organic and just base everything in reality. The cool thing about I Know What You Did Last Summer was you had four people feeling very differently about a horrible event. You had anger from... Uh, the character Barry, played by Ryan Felipe. He had guilt from Jennifer Love Hewitt's character. He had fear from from Sarah Michelle Geller's character. And you had regret from me. That was all Kevin Williamson. That's what made it special. It was four people reacting honestly. All four were relatable in a, in a different way. I don't know if they're going to have four, five, ten kids, no kids. I don't know what they're going to do. But hopefully it stays rooted in reality. I think that's the best way to do horror, or you have to fully commit to the Freddy Krueger of it all, which is awesome. They're my favorite movies, but they're ridiculous. But you have to lean all the way into it or all the way out. On other characters who could return, Prince says maybe they'll get Miss Miss Norwood, like Brandy, <clears throat> Brandy Norwood in there. They killed, uh, of course, uh, from I still know what you did last summer, Mickey Pfeiffer's character, right? They killed poor Jack Black. Can't believe they, he killed the nicest guy in the world, Jet Black. Only a couple of us lived, Brandy, Love, and me. That's it. No boys. I got both the girls. And right now, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> we don't have, of course, uh, uh, we have, apparently, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like, of course, this may be available through, of course, either Apple Podcast or another way here, folks. So check out, of course, where, where, of course, where, as I've mentioned before in the past, like Apple Podcast or Spotify or something like that for 2Fab 
to find out, find this interview, of course, that was conducted with Freddie Prince Jr. about discussing about the sequel to I Know What You Did Last Summer. <clears throat> our, our next story right here, folks. Just one second here, folks, while we, of course, get this. the previews that I saw of that was kind of back and forth, of course, between uh, uh, was kind of between, of course, positive and negative, but from what I noticed of it all that, I did see some scenes from it and it seemed, it seemed to be 
it seemed to be, of course, a little bit, a little bit unique, of course, here for, for me. But I mean, that's just uh, that was just my personal opinion right here. Our next story that we will bring you here, of course, some of our stories may have to do with the, of course, the Oscar uh, ceremony. Um, but I will bring you, of course, this story, of course, right here. Uh, of course, if we can, of course, get this. Since we can get this, of course, up here, folks. Forgive us again, ladies and gentlemen. Poor Levin Mania apparently was suffering the same same situation that it was suffering, of course, last night, which is what slowed down, of course, our wrestling news reporting. Uh, so, <clears throat> so. For, 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 bring, for, uh, for that here, but we're doing the best we, we, we can here. Um, but, but it will eventually, of course, come back up here. Jeremy Thomas posted this story on Sunday. Yes, as we have, of course, 411 Mania's box office report. As Scream 6 sets a franchise record with a $44 million start. I will, of course, like I said, read the end end of the end of this right here. This coming weekend, we'll likely see a new number one as Shazam: Fury of the Gods will officially open. The DC sequel is looking at around thirty-five to forty million dollars. So definitely keep that in mind, here, folks. That will be, of course, a very unique movie, of course, here indeed. <clears throat> Your top 10 in the box office this past weekend. Number one, Scream 6, 44.5 million uh, this past weekend, 44.5 million dollars total, 67.1 million dollars worldwide. Number two, Creed 3, 27.2 million dollars uh, this past weekend, 58.7 million dollars total, and 100.5 million dollars worldwide. Number three, 65. <clears throat> Uh, $10.5 million uh, this weekend, and also that's what's made total, but it has done $20.8 million worldwide. Number four, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, $7 million this past weekend, $198 million total, $447.6 million worldwide. Number five, Cocaine Bear, $6.2 million this past weekend. However, it has garnered $51.7 million total and $65.7 million total worldwide. Number six, Jesus Revolution, $5.2 million <clears throat> this past weekend and, and $39.5 million total and also worldwide. Number seven, Champions, $5.2 million total, uh, also 
$5.2 million this past weekend and also $5.2 million total, but it has done $6 million worldwide. Number eight, Avatar The Way of Water, $2.7 million this past weekend, $674.7 million total, $2.294 billion worldwide. Very, very unique indeed. The Avatar movies has always been a very profitable franchise. Number nine, Demon Slayer to the Swordsmith Village, $1.7 million this past weekend, $14.1 million total, $45.3 million worldwide. And number 10, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, $1.7 million total <clears throat> this past, $1.7 million this past weekend, I should say, sorry, $179.6 million total, and $461.5 million worldwide. So <clears throat> Puss in Boots, of course, uh, talking in reference to, of course, the character that first was, was first seen in the Shrek movies. So, Jack Gregory posted this story on Saturday as Michael Kiesta adds Daredevil Born Again to his list of pilots directed. Michael Kiesta has directed his fair share of pilot episodes for major series, including Dexter and Homeland. Now he's adding the pilot for the, MC, for the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Daredevil Born Again to his list of directorial credits per The Hollywood Reporter. The Disney Plus series will showcase Charlie Cox, in the red mask once again and serve as the first continuation of MCU properties that got their start on Netflix onto Disney's streaming platform. Other returning cast members include Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson, Wilson Fisk and John Bernthal as the Punisher. Kesta is a leading industry name for pilot directors, a job that sets the initial tone for a series that will continue under other directors for ensuing episodes. He's performed similar duties for other shows, including Blue Bloods and Elementary. Daredevil Born Again is expected to premiere in, in the spring of next year. So we will definitely be looking forward, of course, to that. As look at the Marvel Cinematic Universe, of course, is striving and thriving, as, as, uh, of course, uh, indeed. So... And we will bring you, of course, hopefully we can get it, of course, going here. Uh, we will bring you, of course, one more story here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <clears throat> before, of course, we go and check out our pop pop culture and, and history, of course, in the pop, pop culture history and birthdays, of course, for today as well. <clears throat>
Actually, we had two or three. Actually, we have three more to bring you right here. But uh, <clears throat> we're hoping we can, of course, try to get through them and all. Because we want to make sure we have time to get everything in, of course. Even if we have to go past the 7.30 hour, ladies and gentlemen, we will, of course, definitely do that. Jack Gregory posted this on Saturday as John Favreau doesn't think most people care about the original Star Wars cut. Diehard Star Wars fans have been clamoring for a release of the original theatrical cut of the first three films in the franchise for so long it's pra practically a cliche. But when asked about the chances, John Favreau uh, uh, opt saying that it's a, a, a Open that uh, open this up. That is a moot point at this stage. This was per Joe Blow speaking recently with Movie TV. The creator behind The Mandalorian and the book of Boba Fett relayed that the impetus for such a release isn't really a significant issue in the current era. You think anybody but us, like the people who grew up with it, like anybody would care? Because I know the younger people, that's what I figured out, is that young people have a whole different per perception of what Star Wars is, Favreau stated. Each generation for the millennials is the prequels. For, for younger people, Zoomers, sometimes it's the Clone Wars. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Favreau's approach to Star Wars is, in his own words, focused on reaching as broad an audience as possible, a strategy that, by definition, isn't only focused on appealing to the fan base that remembers the original cuts. Favreau related the mindset behind developing The Mandalorian. We were trying to say, hey, let's try to do something that's good for us, people who've been around watching these movies since they were 10 years old, and also could we make it for new people who's never seen Star Wars. Of course, here is the interview, of course, that was done with uh, John Favreau, and this was this was from the M O O V Y Movie TV YouTube channel. We will, I know normally this would be an interview. We would say put we would put it in the interview corner page, but we're going to post this this particular one in the Entertainment Cavalcade page here, folks, so that way everybody can go back and. <clears throat> Everybody can, of course, go back and uh, and take a and take a look at it. Of course,
Ladies and gentlemen, my humblest apologies about that. Uh, apparently, we were having a little bit of difficulty about with our uh, with our uh, with with uh, with some reason. I don't know. Talk shoe was going off, was going in and out on us. I'm not sure. And I will go ahead and point out that we were going to have a special guest here with us in the form of the Iceman, Jared DiGeronimo. But apparently, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, something must have happened. Uh, so so we do extend our apologies, of course, to the Iceman. And hopefully if he does, they will come back on within the next few moments. But if he does not make it back, then we will uh, talk to him, of course, hopefully on uh, Revolution coming up here a little bit later in the evening uh, so Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, of course, uh, we will uh, and talk and represent, of course, the uh, the interview, of course, here with uh, John, John Favreau talking about Star Wars. Like we said, instead of the, the WCW US interview corner page, we will, of course, ladies and gentlemen, post it in the Entertainment Cavalcade page. So everybody will have an opportunity to, of course, go back and read up on it. And I... And we will try to do our very best here, ladies and gentlemen, to keep things moving here. Uh, I know, as promised, of course, I said it with that we would definitely talk about tonight. Bring you, of course, tonight is our pop culture history and birthdays. Uh, I will go ahead and pull out of course one other story that 411 mania did post here um we will point out of course here that the um that the trailer out for the i think an upcoming uh an upcoming of course uh animated uh super mario brothers movie uh we may be able to bring that here to you, of course, here now. Uh, we, we, we were also, of course, also 
we will find that story again. We will, what we do is there are, there are two more stories we're going to bring you, of course, including that one. But we will bring these, ladies and gentlemen, when we do, of course, our wrestling news report on Revolution coming up here a little bit later on. So that's all we'll bring you, of course, here for now. And, of course, as for any, of course, as far as the uh, wrestling stories, there are, of course, there was some that was that we did have, of course, two or three to bring you. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, until we can figure out what's going on with 411 Mania, we will hold on until, of course, tonight on Revolution and bring you, of course, <clears throat> we will bring you, of course, those uh, those stories, of course, on there. So the last thing we're going to bring you here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, is that we are going to bring you, of course, our uh, uh, pop culture history and birthday report, of course, here for for this evening, for uh, to tonight here as well. And we will, of course, repeat this on Revolution, of course, coming up here at 9 o'clock. <clears throat> so be sure to listen. Listen there as well. But we're going to, of course, we will, of course, bring it here to you right now. And as the last thing, we will bring you, of course, here tonight uh, <clears throat> until we can, of course, figure out what is going on with, uh, with of course, the situation, of course, involving our Involving, of course, our, our our system here. So we're getting that up there for you now. And so we should be able to get that here to you without any problem. But again, I want to apologize for, of course, normally, like I said, normally, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we would be able to zip through a lot of this, but we don't know if it's possibly a weather issue or a technical, a tech, a te a technical issue, of course. Uh, could be our system. It could be talk show. I'm not sure what, but we just... Uh, but
Okay, I think we I think we have have this now. So we will do our best and all that too. It may be our system. We're not sure, but we'll we'll continue to of course monitor all of this very very carefully. On this date, ladies and gentlemen, this is like I said for March the fifteenth. On this date in forty four BC. Julius Caesar is stabbed to death by Brutus, Cassius, and several other Roman senators on the Ides of March in Rome. On his date in 221, I would assume this is 221 AD, Liu Bei, a Chinese warlord and a member of the Han royal house, declares himself emperor of Shu Han, claiming legitimate succession to the Han dynasty. On his date in 1493, Christopher Columbus returns to Spain after his first voyage to the New World. On his day in 1783, in an emotional speech in Newburgh, New, New, New York, George Washington asks his officers not to support the Newburgh conspiracy. The plea is successful, and the threatened coup d'etat never takes place. On his day in 1917, Nicholas II, the last Russian star, czar, advocates and nominates his brother, Grand Duke Michael, to officially succeed him. On a date in 1962, five research groups announced the discovery of antimatter. And on this date in 2019, climate change strikes held by schoolchildren take place around the world was inspired by Swedish teenager Greta Thunberg. Today in movies and television history on this date in 1972, The Godfather, based on the book by Mario Puzo, was directed by Francis Ford Coppola and starred Marlon Brando and Al Pacino, premieres in New York City, and won the Best Picture Academy Award in 1973. Today in music history on this date in 1945, Billboard publishes its first album chart with the King Cole Trio being...
divorced in 1974, but remarry a year later. On this date in 1969, singer and actress Judy Garland, who was 46 at the time, would marry nightclub manager Mickey Deans at Chelsea Register Office in London. Some passings in the world of history. Julius Caesar passed away on this date in 44 BC. Davidson Black passed away in 1934. Dmitry Polakoff passed away in 1988. Tom Harmon passed away in 1990. Dr. Benjamin Spock passed away in 1990. In 1889, the world's superpowers were prepared to use the power of their to control the Samoan Islands in the 1880s, but nature had other ideas. So apparently, ladies and gentlemen, it seems, apparently, ladies and gentlemen, it seems that there might have been, of course, a weather-related issue when all this, of course, took place. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I do believe... Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'll standing by, of course, coming in. Of course, I have a very special guest coming in here at the late hour. He is a three-time WCW U.S. Hall of Famer. He is part of the broadcast team for Raw Radio on Mondays and Sports Machine on Fridays and other special occasions. A multiple-time trivia championship series title holder and a man that talks about everything from wrestling to, to sports and other forms of pop culture, of course. The man simply known as the... Uh, uh, Iceman, and also, of course, the King of Pop from the great city and state of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Let us welcome, of course, to episode 341 of Outside the Ropes, Mr. Jared DiGirolamo. J.D., we welcome you, of course, here. Uh, of course, coming back to the old stomping grounds here on uh, OTR. Let's see. I, I think you might have something to bring us, so please go ahead and do so. Okay. First off, of course, we do have a couple of wrestling news and notes items very quickly to talk about first, and we'll get into those quickly. And, of course, I will be on later on tonight, of course, on after AEW Dynamite. Of course, Tuesday's Wednesday show, show delivered 590,000 viewers down from 624 the week before, which was the Roblox-themed episode. They finished with a 0.15 rating. Of course, they are down from last week's 0.17 rating. Last year at this time, they delivered a 0.15 rating themselves and 624,000 viewers. Meanwhile, as reported earlier today on WWE's The Bump broadcast show, Ric Flair will put in a fellow friend of his and a former longtime rival. He will deliver the presentation speech for the great Muda, Kijia Muto, however, mind you, however. Muda, after 40 years, retired, as you know, just about three and a half weeks ago. As a result, however, Muda found out earlier today he will be the next participant in the 2023 Hall of Fame class. Meanwhile, however, Will Ospreay, however, former IWGP U.S. champion, apparently was injured on Monday, however, at the New Japan Cup. As a result, he sustained an injury to his right shoulder, and Mark Davis, who was being by Ospreay in the March 13 match, announced in a press conference earlier today that he will advance in the tournament as Ospreay's alternate. Meanwhile, however, if you will, we do want to wish happy birthday, of course, to these fellow wrestlers. I'm sure you brought them up earlier. We'll repeat them again. J.D. McDonough, a.k.a. Jordan Devlin, the Irish Ace, who is 34. The Iron Sheik, Sheiky Baby, is 81 years old. Mitt, Danny, and, of course, uh, Michelle's favorite person, the A.W. World's Champion tonight, who will be celebrating his rebar mitzvah, if you will, in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. The A.W. Current Champion, Maxwell Jacob Freeman, or as more, I call him, more a jackass fool, of course, is 27 years old. 
speaking of which, of course, how our AEW tonight is in, of course, Winnipeg, ladies and gentlemen. And here is the lineup going into the show that will be coming up in about 30 minutes. Jade the Man Cargo will have a Canadian Open Challenge for the TBS title. Some people are saying it could be Taya Valkyrie, although Taya did say, as we reported last night on Revolution, that she may or may not be there in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada tonight. Orange Cassie will take on Jackass Jeff Jarrett and Team TNA, if you will. Uh, Sanjay the Slimeball Sleazeball Shithead Dutt, however. Saturn the Slimeball Snake Infested Slime Sing, however. And, of course, Jay Lethal, who gave Orange Cassie quite the battle last week. Hangman Page, Stu Grayson, and Evil Car playing Uno of the Dark World will take on the Blackpool Combat Club with John Moxley, Claudio Castanoli, and Wheeler, Utah. The Outcast, Ruby Soho, Ruby Ride, Tony Storm, and Page, aka Soraya, will speak. The debut of QTV with QT Marshall and, of course, the new AEW TNT champion, Will Powerhouse Hobbs, I'm sure will have a lot to say after what they did last week to, of course, the former champion, Wardlow. But you can bet Wardlow is not going to take this line down. Speaking of hometown heroes, however, the House of Black, Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews, a.k.a. Buddy Murphy, will be taking on the elite of Kenny Omega and the Bucks, however, against the Jagoff Appreciation Society of Chris Jackoff Jericho, Sammy the Slimebag Guevara, and Deucebag Channing Team 2.0, Danny Garcia, in a three-way match tonight for the AEW Trios titles. Also, AEW announced the following today. Forbidden Door 2 will take place the week after Father's Day. Tony Khan announced today that tickets will go on sale next Friday when the show is announced that it will be coming up on Sunday, June 25th at the Scotiabank Center in Toronto, Ontario. After, after selling the Coca-Cola scene last year, however, from Rampage, Scotiabank Center, the home of the Raptors, however, the Air Canada will be the place this time hosting the event. In addition to that, tickets will go on sale for these events coming up in June and July. Wednesday, June 28th, Dynamite Rampage will make its debut in Gerard's neck of the woods. Gerard T. Smith, that is. And Gerard, I hope you're listening, my friend and brother. They will be coming in your neck of the woods June 28th, July 5th, the day after the 4th of July at the Rogers Place in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. July 20th at the Saskatel Center in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Two days later at the Brand Center in Regina, Saskatchewan. And House Rules are live at the Saddle Dome in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Meanwhile, however, here's where you can check out the All Elite action at a facility near you. The AEW will start their house show tour for the first time ever this Saturday night at the Hobart Arena in Troy, Ohio. Next week at the Cable Dome Arena in Indianapolis, Missouri, how I independence, Missouri, excuse me. Two weeks from tonight in St. Louis, Missouri at the Shelfonts Arena. In Long Island, in Maxwell Jacob Freeman's hometown of Long Island, New York, at the UBS Arena. Plus, Battle of the Belt 6 at the Lions Center on the campus of the University of Rhode Island in Kingston, however. April 12th, however, in Milwaukee at the UW-Milwaukee Panther Arena. The show I will be attending April 19th, however, at the Peterson Events Center. And then we close out April, however, at the Florida Live Arena in Sunrise, Florida. Meanwhile, tickets, however, will go on sale this Friday for these big events, and you might want to mark them on your calendar now ahead of time, however. First off, May 24th, the MGM Grand Garden Arena. AEW Dynamite returns to the city of Vegas, however, which we will be there coming up next Friday with SmackDown, also at that same venue. May 26th, however, Rampage, however, will be live at the same venue. Then May 28th, Double or Nothing 2023 at the T-Mobile Arena. May 31st, San Diego, California at the Vajas Arena, ladies and gentlemen, in the 619. And then, of course, the other shows we just mentioned. Now, speaking of WWE, here's where you can check the WWE at an action facility near you. 
We told you about this Friday. We'll be in Kansas City, the home of the Kansas City Chiefs, the home, of course, of the Super Bowl champs of Pat Mahomes and company that night. This Monday night, St. Louis, Missouri, the Enterprise Center. Get ready. We will be live there in the home of the Viper and the home of the Cardinals, if you will, in St. Louis. We already told you where we're going to be next Friday. Two weeks on Monday at the Footprint Center in Phoenix, Arizona. The Hall of Fame, of course, as you know, will be coming up two weeks from Friday at the Crypto.com area, formerly the Staples Center. Then, of course, the next day, of course, the Stand and Deliver show, followed by the first two nights of WrestleMania, as well as the night after WrestleMania, May, April the 3rd. Then, these shows you want to circle on your calendar coming up in April. First off, April 7th, the Moda Center, Portland, Oregon, and the City of Roses, ladies and gentlemen, in the home of the Trailblazers. We will be out there in the Pacific Northwest moving our up from California to Oregon. The day after Easter, April 10th, Seattle, Washington, the Climate Pledge Arena. We will be coming to you live from the Space Needle, the home of the 12th Man, the Seahawks, and the Seattle Sea Dragons of the XFL in Seattle. April 14th, Lincoln, Nebraska, the home of the Cornhuskers at the Pinnacle Bank Arena. Tickets already sold for that show. April 17th, North Little Rock, Arkansas, in the Simmons Bank Arena in the Razorback State. April 21st, Columbus, Ohio, the Sonstein Center, ladies and gentlemen, in the home of the Buckeyes in Columbus. April 24th, Chicago, get ready. The all Fame in Chi-Town, we're coming back to you in a big way on the 24th. Then, April 28th, Corpus Christi, Texas, at the American Bank Center in Corpus Christi. And then, finally, these dates officially confirmed to us now as of this moment. May the 1st, Fort Worth, Texas, the Dickies Arena. May 6th, Backlash, live at the Coliseum Day, Port 30, go on San Juan. Tickets go on sale this Friday for that. May the 8th. Jacksonville, Florida, we return to you live at the Veterans Memorial Arena on May the 8th, right after the Coliseum Show in San Juan. May 12th, of course, the Thomas and Boiling Arena in Knoxville, Tennessee. May the 15th, you're going to be ready to hear this one for you and Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, Chad in Greensboro. Yes, the Greensboro Coliseum, Monday Night Raw, returns to you live on the 15th, and tickets go on sale, I believe, this Friday or next Friday in Greensboro. The 19th, Columbia, South Carolina, at the Colonial Life Arena. May 22nd, the Giants Center in Hershey, PA. The 27th, I believe, will be the Saudi show, however, the King and Queens Tournament, however, in Judea, Saudi Arabia. May 29th, Albany, New York, Memorial Day night, however, the MVP Arena in Albany. June the 2nd, Wilkes-Barre, PA, the Mohegan Sun Arena at Casey Plaza. June 5th, the XL Center in Hartford, Connecticut. June 12th, Wichita, Kansas, in the Interest Bank Arena as we return to Wichita. As it was announced earlier today, tickets go on sale two weeks from Friday. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, also two weeks from Friday, June 19th. Tickets go on sale for the Monday Night Raw show in Cleveland as we will be coming to you live in late June. So there you go, folks. Those are all the events coming up in the next few months, Howard. And if we have anything else to report, we will be sure to let you know, Howard. So you definitely want to stay tuned. But also we have been able to confirm these two dates have also been confirmed. Friday, July 7th, Madison Square Garden. Tickets went on sale this past Sunday, beginning this Sunday, for the show coming up after the 4th of July. And then August 18, ladies and Toronto, Ontario, the Scotiabank Arena, the Reno, we thought we were going to be there instead. However, I believe AEW will be there as well coming up. However, I'm just trying to see if I can confirm that. I think that's what I said, but I think that's where they're going to also be. However, let me just double-check to be sure here. Hold on a second. I am going to take a look. Uh, yes, it will be there in June. So apparently AEW and WWE will be coming up in June and also August, folks. So you definitely want to get ready for the – Wrestling action up there, ladies and gentlemen, in Toronto. But as we said, it should be a good night of action, ladies and gentlemen. We will continue to update you if we hear anything else. And that is all we got for right now. It's been a crazy day of NFL free agency, as you expected. We will talk a little bit about the Italian Revolution, but more so we will talk about the debut of AEW in Winnipeg. Will it be a worth-watching show after what has happened the last couple weeks? 
And is AEW going to try to get themselves out of this funk they're in? Well, we're going to find out here in about 25 minutes. All right. And, J.D., I will go ahead and point out here to you, I might need you to be on immediate standby to, of course, gather up as much wrestling news as possible because I am having, you probably could tell, on Revolution last night, and I started having it here to this evening with Outside the Ropes. I'm barely seem to have having some sort of difficulty with uh, 411 Mania, so I may be, be probably be relying to you to, of course, compile, of course, several stories from 411 Mania. I will work on that, and I will definitely be on after Dynamite, so definitely stand by. I will be there at 10 p.m. exactly. Okay, thank you very much, sir, J.D. We do greatly appreciate it. Uh, and we'll talk at you, of course, a little bit later this evening. Thank you for very much for joining us, and we look forward to talking to you later this evening. Thank you later this evening. Take care. That was the Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, as you know, because of the situation we were having, of course, with uh, with apparently um, 411 Mania, we are going to, to turn the news part over of Revolution tonight over to the Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo, and allow him to, of course, bring us, of course, some rest bring you of course some wrestling news from 411 mania and other sources here of course tonight on 1272 of revolution don't forget of course 138055 pound so let's go ahead a little bit past 7 30 hour but that's okay let's go ahead and finish bring you let's go ahead and finish bring you of course uh your uh <coughs> Uh, bring you, of course, here. Uh, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Bring you, of course, some uh, your pop culture history and birthdays for today. For today, of course, on three forty-one of of um, outside the ropes, movies and television on the state, nineteen forty-five, the seventeenth annual Academy Awards, going my way. Uh, the movie going my way, as well as actor Bing Crosby and actress Ingrid Ingrid Bergman, of course, uh, um, <clears throat> won at this event. Two moments on the stage in 1948. First off, Sir Lawrence Olivier was on the cover of Life magazine, as well as, of course, WCAU TV Channel 10 in Philadelphia. A CBS affiliate began their broadcasting. Two moments in 1949. Uh, WCIU TV Channel 12 in Erie, Pennsylvania, an NBC affiliate, as well as WLWD, now known as WDTN TV Channel 2 in Dayton, Ohio. Both of them, as we said, NBC affiliates began broadcasting. Uh, two moments here in 1954. First off, the CBS Morning Show premieres with Walter Cronkite and Jack Parr. Also, WSBJ TV Channel 28 in Elkhart, South Bend, Indiana, an ABC affiliate. An ABC affiliate begins broadcasting. And on the day in 1955, WLEX TV Channel 18 in Lexington, Kentucky, an NBC affiliate begins their broadcasting. Some birthdays, of course, ladies and gentlemen, to bring you. Uh, Philippe de Broca was born on the day in 1933. He would pass away in 2004. As we said, actor Judd Hirsch turns 88 today, and actress Eva Longoria turns 48. One passing, Tom Harmon was born on the state in 1919. He would pass away in 1990. So weddings, of course, as we as we said, of course, three of them right here. Alan, 1957, Alan Aldo would marry Arlene Weiss. 1964, Elizabeth Taylor 
with Mary, Mary for the fifth time, of course, to Richard Burton. They would divorce in 1974, but they would remarry a year later. 1969, Judy Garland would marry nightclub manager Mickey Deans in London. And I was saying 2010, stand-up comedian writer Sasha Baron Cohen, who was 40 at the time, would marry actress Isla Fisher, who was 36 at the time, in Paris. And now your music history and birthdays, of course, here, right here. Of course, we're trying to get that up here for you now. Okay, here we go, of course, right here on the stage in 1885. The first performance of Cesar Frank's uh, Lesson de Gens on the stage in 1908. The first performance of Maurice Ravel's Rhapsody Espanoli es es on the stage 1945. Billboard publishes its first album chart. Like I said the King Cole Trio is number one on the very first list. On say 1950, Jan, Jan Carlo Minotti's Pulitzer Prize winning opera, The Console, opens at Barrymore Theater in New York City. It would run for 269 performances. 1952, Two in the Isle closes at Mark Hellinger Theater in New York City after 276 performances. 1956, My F Fair Lady opens at Mark Hellinger Theater in New York City. And they would they would have two thousand seven hundred fifteen performances there. I want to say nineteen fifty eight, Body Beautiful, of course, the musical closes at Broadway Theater, New York City, after only sixty performances. And nineteen sixty two, Richard Rogers musical drama No Strings, starring Diane Carroll and Richard Kiley, opens at the Fifty Fourth Street Theater. Later, transferring to the Broadhurst in New York, it would run for five hundred eighty performances and it would win three. Tony Awards. Some birthdays in the world of music. Lightning Hopkins, I was, like I said, was born on this date in 1912. He would pass away in 1982. And Will I Am today turns 48. Some passings in the world of music. 1575, Annabelle Padovano, a composer of Italian descent, was passed away on this day. He was born in 1527. So, let's see. Uh... He was possibly about 40, 47, 48 years old when he passed. On a stage in 1673, Salvatore Rosa, a Baroque painter, poet, musician, and actor of Italian descent, would pass away at the age of 57. On a stage in 1842, Luigi Cherubini, a musical prodigy and composer of Italian descent, known for Midday and Requiem in D minor, and an educator at the Conservatoire de Paris from 1822 to 1842, would pass away at the age of 81. I want to say in 1883, Carol Sudinsky, a composer, would pass away at the age of 55. And I want to say in 1905, Luigi Manzotti, a mind dancer and ballet choreographer of Italian descent, would pass away at the age of 70. So when he's in music, of course, once again, 1957, Alan Aldo would marry uh, clarinet player and photographer Arlene Weiss. In 1969, Judy Garland would marry nightclub manager Mickey Deans. 
in London. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, your sports history and birthdays here. On the set 1869, with 10 salaried players, the Cincinnati Red Stockings became baseball's first professional team. Uh, two moments here from 1877. First off, Australian batsman Charles Bannerman completes his first test century in cricket history. In first test versus England in Melbourne, retires hurt on 165 the following day. And also, cricket's inaugural test match commences as Australia plays England. At the Melbourne Cricket Ground, Australia wins by 45 runs in four days. On a set in 1912, legendary pitcher Cy Young retires from baseball with a 511 and 315 win-loss record. 1935, brilliant batsman George Headley steers West Indies to an innings victory over England in fourth cricket test at King in Kingston, Jamaica with a patient unbeaten 270. On say 1945, as a symbol of wartime baseball, Burt Shepard, a one-legged World War II veteran, begins a successful tryout as a pitcher for the Washington Senators. On a state in 1949, uh, Cricket's master batsman Don Bradman receives his knighthood from the Governor General of Australia, the R.T. Hahn, W.J. McHale, at the Investiture in Queens Hall in the Parliament House in Melbourne. And on stay in 1953, the LPGA Title Holders Championship Women's Golf at Augusta, Patty Berg wins her fifth Title Holders title by nine strokes from Betsy Rawls. Some birthdays, Paul Pugba, of course, a soccer player, uh, was born today, turns 30 years old. And three birth, three passings to bring him, uh, Tom Harmon passed away on the state in 1990. Florence Chadwick passed away in 1995. And Bowie Kuhn passed away on the state in 2007. So there you have it with your pop culture history and birthdays for this evening. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you very much here for joining us for episode 341 of WCWS Outside the Ropes. We apologize, of course, for any of the delays that we did have, of course, here tonight. <clears throat> but in the, but uh, please, please, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, be sure to check out episode 1272 of WCWS Revolution tonight, of course, here at 9 o'clock, 138055 pound. We will run down, of course, what take place, took place last night on NXT. We will, of course, go through any of the results that we do get in about tonight's episode of Dynamite. We will also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, give you an update, of course, on the, <clears throat> on the four matches in the NXT US Roadblock championship contenders tournament uh, <clears throat> and of course we'll bring you other stories of course here as well uh, <clears throat> and and we'll bring we'll definitely do a whole lot of talking discussion here tomorrow tonight here of course as well along the the along the annals of the wrestling world so be sure to listen in of course to revolution 1272 of revolution Coming up here tonight at nine o'clock, as we said, one three eight zero five five pound. Be sure to check out all of our groups, of course, on Facebook. We continue to post different things on there, of course, every day. And also be sure to check out, of course, all of our past episodes of our shows on Talk Shoe 
and we are working, of course, to get a lot more of our shows up and going. We will hope to have at least several episodes going of one one or two of our shows here very, very soon here. Of course, continue to check out, of course, Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Power Hour, Outside the Ropes, uh, Sports Machine, and WCWS this morning, of course, right now. But we hope to get some of our other shows up and going here uh, as well. So take care and stay safe out there, folks. We'll be back, of course, coming up in about an hour and 12 minutes for uh, WCWS Revolution. Until then, please take care and please stay safe. Remember, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only, the WCWS Radio Network. Take care and stay safe. We'll talk at you later on Revolution. Have a good evening, folks. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.